I'm going to talk on the whole armor of God. Um, I'm going to look at that. So um, now next week, I'm going to really break each armor segment down. Tonight, I just want to present the thought and do an overview. But next week and maybe the coming week, might be two weeks, maybe three weeks, I want to look at every single piece of armor. But I really want to put that thought out. Um, so that's where we're going to be tonight. Um, everybody should have a handout. And um, all who comes in, Deacon Trent, if you can uh, make sure they have uh, a, um, a handout. Can you hear me out there, Deacon Trent? Can Deacon Trent hear me? He can't hear me? Okay. Make sure they can hear me out there. Is it, out, is it on out there? Okay. Deacon Joe Trent, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Just say, if you can hear me, wave your hand. Okay. God bless you. All right. God bless you. Okay. Let's get to the word of God. And... Um, I um, want to uh, really open up with some words that uh, I believe the Holy Spirit has put in my heart. Um, but um, I have been recently um, just looking at God's people by observation and just meditating on the people of God in the body of Christ, not just in this local church, but as a whole uh, from my observation. And uh, I am seeing God's people uh, suffer and struggle with attitudes, hang-ups of life, which are causing or causing many to fall and get frustrated with the constant attack of the flesh, the constant attacks of the world, and the constant attacks of Satan. And because of these constant attacks, saved people who claimed victory in Christ, they suffer in their relationships with other people. Some are suffering in their marriages. Some are having conflicts with parenting, raising their children. Some are suffering from depression, fear, bitterness, and unforgiveness. Some are struggling in their finances. Still, some are sick and unhealthy. And I cannot forget even the rise in loneliness among the people of God, loneliness in our uh, elder uh, people, seniors. I have recently been praying for God's people, and I have been interceding for uh, my family, um, our Access Church family, but the body of Christ at large. I've been praying for the Church of God in Christ denomination. We're going through a transition. I'm praying um, for our church. I'm praying um, for our leaders, our jurisdictional leaders. Uh, I'm praying for Bishop John shared that God will touch his body. Uh, my own mother, Mother Regina Rose Edwards. I'm praying for all the Christian faith at large. All denominations who teach the Bible and, and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I've been really interceding for God's people uh, in this season. I have added to my prayer list um, even the nation of Afghanistan. Um, I'm praying for America as a whole. Um, and of course, I have my own petitions that I've been taking to the Lord, my own uh, struggles. Um, and uh, with the Lord's help, uh, I'm attempting to live a holy life pleasing to God. It is my prayer uh, that the Lord keeps me saved. It is my prayer that the Lord keeps his people saved. But my main concern lately has been with the apparent attacks on God's people by the enemy. And it would seem that 
some, it would seem, I'll say it like that, it would seem that some are not living victoriously in Christ as the Bible promises. It would seem, it would appear by observation. And I was meditating on the people's situation and the Holy Ghost while in prayer, or the Holy Spirit while in prayer, um, as I asked God why. Why the struggle? Why the, the, the constant struggle? And I really asked God why. I really was looking at this. I have not even mentioned COVID, uh, but I just asked God why the struggle. And immediately, it wasn't a pause, it was not a ponder, immediately, uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, immediately, the script, the, the, the Holy Spirit just quoted this scripture, but he quoted it in a way that he focused on one word that I really never paid attention to. I paid attention to the whole scripture. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I focused on that. But the Holy Spirit said, put on the whole armor of God. Now, it was so clear and it was so evident and it was so immediate. It was not even a pause, Sister Drew. As, as I was pondering, I said, Lord, why so many struggle? And it just immediately just, just hit it. And some of us take this verse as a church cliche. You've heard it many a times. You, it's, it's almost one of those scriptures when you want to sound spiritual, you, you, you quote that. And, but he told me that the attacks from the enemy will always come. Now that's called spiritual warfare. That, that will never cease. But that is not the problem. The problem is not the attacks. The problem we have now, and I'm talking in generality. I'm not talking in each individual. I'm talking in generality. The problem we have now, that saints are not putting on the whole armor. Now that's what he, Spirit, placed just really, just clearly. He said, the problem is they're not putting on the whole armor, the full armor. And to me, it was very profound because um, uh, the Bible clearly says put on the whole armor of God. Um, and how many of us have read this text and skimmed over the word whole? I mean, we've read it. How many ever focused on the word whole? You know, if it's God's word, he put that word in there for a purpose. And he said, Holy Spirit said to me very clearly, uh, people are not putting on their full armor that is available to them. They're not putting on their full armor that is available to them. And it came to me, and I was grieved to hear that. It grieved me. Even I pondered in my life, and it grieved me. But again, it is always that God's people need to be found doing if we are going to walk. It's, it's something that we need to be found doing if we're going to walk in our victory given to us by Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. So we have frustrated saints. We have frustrated saints and saints who are being defeated by the cares of the world, by transgressions and iniquities, you know, the, the, the sin, the the, the presumptuous sins, the premeditated sins that continues, premeditated, continues without repentance. So 
so, so the struggle is um, with people that don't understand that um, if we have half-armored saints doing some things but not all things and we are losing the battles because we are not obeying God's word. We succumb to the flesh. Now this is something that was profound to me because um, as, as, as God gave me this, he said we, we succumb to the flesh because flesh defines our wills and our desires. These feelings, they feel so right in our own eyes. So many times we follow the flesh because it feels natural. Are you hearing me? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and we forget that flesh is an enemy. Yes. Flesh is in the Bible. Flesh is an enemy. But, but, but really think about it. We can follow the flesh because our emotions, our desires, our feelings are in the flesh. So something that feels so natural we follow. We don't even sometimes check it by the word of God because it's natural. Or it feels so natural. And we forget that flesh is an enemy. Now, I'll give you the word of God in a minute. But watch this. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Now, listen at this clearly. Uh, come on, Drew. Um, it's, it's, it's right in your notes. Listen at this very clearly. Um, now, 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 flesh is an enemy we don't focus on. We're always fighting the devil, and we don't fight our flesh because it's so natural. Are you hearing me? Go ahead. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Mm -hmm. And you he made alive mm -hmm. who were dead in trespasses and sins, mm -hmm. in which you once walked according to the course of this world. Okay, number one. The world is an enemy. Go ahead. According to the prince of the power of the air. That's Satan, number two. That's an enemy. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, mm -hmm. among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh. Flesh. Okay. He, go ahead. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, where and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Three enemies in scripture are defined that we have to fight against. Satan, the world, and the flesh. And we fight against Satan, and we're looking for a red man, a man in a red suit and a pitchfork, and, and Satan is using the tools. He's using the world, the culture, and he's using the flesh. And the flesh is the one that, that kind of gets through because some things feel so natural. So we have saints claiming to watch out for the devil, but they fail to watch out for the weapons that the devil uses, the world and the flesh. And the one that is most likely to fall under your radar is the flesh. In your flesh are your own desires. Did everybody get a handout? Did y'all get a handout? Okay. Uh, our own desires and your own feelings and emotions that rage out of control many times um, when one cannot have their way. And when that happens, it is so natural to follow what you are feeling at a particular time if you are not watchful. Did you all hear that? If you are not watchful, it is so natural to follow the flesh. And that is one of the tools that the enemy can use now. So instead of, instead of possessing you, making you foam at the mouth and rolling around, you'd be saying, oh, the devil's in that person. The devil's using flesh to control you, to sin. Because 
it's, a, it, it's an enemy. It's an enemy. And when that happens, it is so natural to follow what you are feeling at a particular time if you are not watchful. You don't check it. Uh, I remember, um, and I'll say hello to those who are watching. I forgot to say that. Uh, a lot of people are watching. Thomas Johnson, God bless you. Uh, Michelle Chalmers. Uh, First Lady Valerie Edwards is watching. God bless you, First Lady. Um, Chantel Morgan. Chantel Morgan, God bless you. Sydney Edwards, God bless you. Um, who else is? Kendall Weaver, God bless you. Barbara Chalmers, God bless you. Keisha Hodge, God bless you. Uh, Marquise Harris. God bless, and the, and the other words that are watching, God bless you for watching. Um, but but um, it is so easy to let the flesh fall under the radar. We're watching the world. We're watching Satan. But that flesh sometimes goes unchecked. Because sometimes when we're feeling it, it's so easy to follow what we feel because it's a natural feeling. Anger can turn into revenge. Being hurt can give you the desire to hurt the person back. To get, to get hit can give you the desire to hit back. Love not reciprocated can turn into resentment, can turn into hate. Failure can turn into a defeated mindset that can lead to depression or, or low self-esteem. All of these are feelings and emotions that seem so normal and natural, so many respond and follow things that are in the flesh with no conviction from the Holy Ghost. I mean, you know, just think about it. Anger comes natural when things happen. And, and if not checked, it can turn into revenge and retaliation because those things seem so natural. Because it comes, you know? So, so all of these things are works of the flesh that, that the devil said, okay, the devil saying, you watching out for me, and you watching out for the world, you keeping yourself unspotted, but, but that, that flesh can go unchecked. And whatever you feel, you do. Because feelings are natural. Emotions are natural. It was kind of interesting that um, um, I, I was teaching on the family about a month ago, was I? Teaching on the family? And the devil, if, if you know the devil, he's going to attack you <laughs> where you are trying to do right in. So I, I never forget this. Uh, I came home and um, right in the middle of my seat, I came home and I said something to my wife and she said something that just angered me. And I said something back. And she said something back. And I said something back. And, and the, the feelings of rage came. And I went upstairs, and the Holy Spirit just said, you know, see there, you, you, you're preaching on uh, family. And the devil took your flesh a certain way. I immediately went back downstairs and apologized immediately. Because you got to recognize that what you are trying to have victory in, Satan will come and attack that. And if you don't recognize that, you'll keep it going. And I, I, it, it, it just, and the thing about it is, it, it was like, uh, Marcel, I was like, it just came. I don't even know where it came from. Something was said, and I just went there. And she said something back, and we just... And it was just kind of like, where did that come? I was like, I went up there, where did that come from? And, and the Lord said, okay, you preaching that. The devil gone, the devil has a purpose. He has a purpose. And we have to fully understand that. And, and I immediately went back, back downstairs and we, we talked it out, laughed it off, and it didn't last but five minutes. And you got you to gotta recognize, but... We have to fully understand that saints who live for the Lord are a threat 
to this world. So the devil attacks the people of God very strongly. He has a purpose, to mock God and the word of God. That is the purpose. See, it's bigger than you. It's what you stand for. The devil's goal is to get God's people to live contrary to what they confess. Are you hearing me? He, he wants you to live contrary to what you confess because he mocks God. When, when you, well, he tries to mock God. He can't mock God, excuse me. He tries to mock God through God's people. Uh, so the devil's goal is to get God's people to live contrary to what they confess. And many saints fall prey to the devil's tricks. And watch this. The Holy Spirit put this. The devil attacks all of the biblical institutions that God has ordained in Scripture. The church, the family, and marriage. The church the family, and marriage. Look at the scripture. The first thing God sets up is the family. Isn't that the first thing? Before the family, it was marriage. He defines it, and he puts it in place. And then he says, be fruitful and multiply. Therefore, uh, create children, to replenish the earth, that was the family. And then in the New Testament, he sets up the church. Christ left the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit falls in the book of Acts, which was the, the origin of the church set up, the institution of the church. That was ordained by God. And the devil tries to attack the church, family, marriage. Church, family, that will never stop. It is not the attacks, it's people of God not having the whole armor of God. God said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Christ birthed out the church. The church is the bride of Christ. Your spouse your children and your church are the three most important things that you should fight for. And the devil attacks strongly. Too many of the saints, they, too many of the saints try to protect their calling. <laughs> but your calling is from God. Meaning that God uses whom he chooses. People put so much time protecting their calling, and their calling is from God. We, we should spend more time protecting our marriages, families, and the church institutions. The calling, God will, if he anoints a donkey <laughs> in the scripture, he can anoint anybody to do, and he gives the gifts to people to edify the church. A lot of people spend more time trying to be the best preacher, be the best teacher, get appointments, they try to get a title, and it's like, work on your life. Work on your, my three greatest things, my two greatest things, beside this church, I want God's people saved, but I want my family saved. That's my first calling. Some people used to say this. I have never said this. I have never, ever said this to my wife. Some people, I have never said this, and I ain't going to try to dispute anybody's theology, but I've heard people say this. I told my wife, when she married me, she married the church. I ain't never said that. No, when you marry me, you marry me. Preaching is what I do. That's my calling. But I am Brian, and Brian wants a wife. And I'm not losing a wife over God because that's not scripture. I've never said that. And the three, see, you think it's you, think it's, um, it's you, but it's what God puts in order. 
the institutions that God puts in order, the devil doesn't like. And when you participate in those institutions, you are a mark. Attacks will never go away. Don't get frustrated from the attacks. He says, put on the whole armor. Isn't that imagine? I just taught on AI. Israel had the great triumph victory of Jericho. And then little town of AI, they got arrogant and they said, uh, they sent spies out, they came back and told Joshua, we don't need many folk. We don't need many, just a few. And they went over there and got their rear ends whooped. About a little, and Joshua was shocked. You don't know. Uh, when you're dealing with the devil, you got to put everything you got on him. And the Holy Spirit just said it so clearly. Just people are not putting on the whole. Now, I'm going to get into the armor next week, but I just want to put the thought out. We, we work on gifts and our callings and, and no, we need to work on our lives, our flesh. As I was pondering this, I asked my wife, I said, you know what, remember, remember so-and-so, there was things we, that just kept coming back. Because... It's, it's kind of like this, Sister Morgan. Conflict in the church with children and even with marriages. This is, this is a general statement. A lot of times, we think it's going away when issues don't come up. So we get relaxed saying everything is good, but when something comes up, we revert back to where we were, and it feels like a cycle. So we revert back to where we are, and and I said, well, how do we ever, and we both had to agree that when we yielded to the world, I mean to, to, to the word, yielded to the world, to word, the word, W-O-R-D, yielded to the word, that, that um, instead of just being fine when things are okay, when things some come up, we're not fine. Even in the church, trying to avoid instead of dealing We avoid, but then when you avoid, it's going to come up down the road because you're kicking the can. So we deal with it. And what the, the, and the, and the Lord said, the key is they're watching for the devil, they're watching the world, but the flesh feels so natural. It just feels so natural. Pride, anger, bitterness. It just, when it comes, it's there. Remember I said something about emotions. They are real, but they don't have to be true. It's a difference. Emotions are real. They don't have to be true. I'll say that again. Emotions are real. Hello, somebody. They're there. They don't have to be true to God's word just because they're there. And the natural thing to do is to follow what's natural. And those are things you have to guard against. Saints fight, fight back with the whole armor. That, that's, we're going to deal with that next week. But I he said the saints are not putting on the whole armor. Why didn't he say put on the armor of God that you may... Uh, to stand a while with him. Why didn't he say that? Why did he say put on the full or put on the whole armor? Because you need every single thing on the battlefield. You can't just go out on the, in this day. Now, now they didn't fight like we fight now. We have technology now. But in that day, uh, when when they pretty much came to a battlefield and people were just fighting and you ever see those old uh, movies where they just come in and charge in with shields and, and, and swords and, and, and 
attacks coming from everywhere. And that's how the devil is. Attacks come from everywhere. So you just can't come out there with a gun and nothing to block your backside. You just can't come out there with a shield and nothing uh, to shoot at. And he says the whole army. It was so clear, and I was like, we, we, we skim over that. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down those uh, scriptures, those verses in Ephesians chapter 6. But I want to get to these scriptures, and we'll close, because I don't want to, if I start breaking them down, we're going to be here another hour. I'll do that next week, part two. Um, but I want you to get the thought that we have three enemies. What's the three enemies? Amen. Say it again. We fight. We ain't got a problem fighting Satan. We ain't got a problem fighting the world. These are saints. You know, we're going to watch out for the devil. We're going to watch out for the world. We're going to live an unspotted life, free and separated from the world. The problem comes, we don't think flesh is an enemy. We don't think flesh is an enemy because those desires come so natural. And the Lord said, that is where the breakdown is coming. People are following flesh. You know, you know it's more than just desiring a world X watch. It's more than just desiring a nice outfit. It's more that, oh, that's just so carnal. You carnal because you, you want a Mercedes. You want a BMW. You want a Cadillac and Lincoln. The flesh is more than that. If that was the problem, that would be okay. But it is when the flesh desires revenge. The flesh desires pride. The flesh desires or goes into depression. When the flesh desires, you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back. Those are the things that can lead to the sins that, that, are, that are not so easily dealt with because they're so normal. I have an excuse. I have a reason. Why do you do that? Well, she hit me first. That's my reason. Well, they did it to me. See that reason? And then the reason brings logic. And when that logic comes, I feel justified by my retaliation, or I feel justified because it's my desire. So some of y'all look at flesh in the Bible, and all you think of is sexual desire. Oh, it's more than that. So all those things that can lead to other things, that can lead to lying, that can lead to cheating that can lead to uh, a conflict, conflict resolution. Some of us, we don't even know how to resolve conflict. Because whatever happens, you're going to take me there, and then I'm going to retaliate. I know y'all, I'm going to resolve it all right. <laughs> but, but that leads to sin then it leads to God's people not being able to live a quiet and peaceably li peaceable life in this world, down here. Let's read this. Uh, I'm going to start, we're going to read um, uh, some, some things to kind of prove where God has us. 1 John 2, 15 to 24, read that. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mm -hmm. For all that is in the world, mm -hmm. the lust of the flesh. It's going to appeal to the flesh. The lust of the eyes. It's going to appeal to the eyes. And the pride of life. And all the pride of life. Now, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The devil, he uses this all the time because it works. The devil got the same because 
human nature has never changed. From Adam and Eve, you know, we used to say that when we were in Sunday school. You know, I used to say that we were growing up in Sunday school. I was like, man, Adam and Eve messed us up. If I were Adam, I wouldn't have ate the apple. That's what we used to say when we were kids. Oh, if I was Adam and Eve, I would have I told the devil where to go. No, you didn't. Flesh is flesh. And God created Adam and Eve, and God created, created Tom and Carla. But Tom and Carla back there, Carla would gave Tom that apple. <laughs> Hogan was like, no, no. He was like, no, you, we, can't, we can't disobey God. <laughs> Carla would have blinked and said, you know, you've been looking at these lions too long, baby. I got something for you them tigers can't do. Give me that apple, baby, you know. <laughs> Flesh. Flesh. Somebody said, don't ever say what you won't do. Don't ever say what you won't do. There's some things I said I would never do. I ended up doing it. Without God, you're liable to do anything. Watch this. Go ahead. Is not of the Father, mm -hmm. but is of the world. Mm -hmm. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. Mm -hmm. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Mm -hmm. Little children, it is the last it's the hour. Last. Jesus is on his way back. Notice Paul did not say last day. He said last hour. And this was about 2,000 years ago. You know? Go ahead. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming... Even now many antichrists have come by which we know that it is in the last words, hour. People don't care about Christ. They're antichrist. They're in the church antichrist. They're really in the church antichrist. They don't even fear. They don't even care. It's that spirit. Go ahead. They went out from us, but they were not of us. Mm -hmm. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. Mm -hmm. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. Were of us. Now, he ain't talking about the denomination. He's talking about the people that were in Christ. They were never, what he was saying is, they left us because they were never with us. Go ahead. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. Do you all hear that? Underline that. Look at somebody and say, you have an anointing from the Holy One. Do you, do you, come on. You, gotta, you, you have an anointing. That's what the devil was after. Go ahead. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, mm -hmm. and you know all things. Discernment. You should have discernment. You should know what the things of God is, what the word of God is saying. Come on, go ahead. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. He's saying, I'm, I'm writing to you because something I'm telling you should trigger the truth in you. You shouldn't reject the word of God. You should accept the word of God. Go ahead. Who is a liar, but mm -hmm. he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? Mm -hmm. He is Antichrist, who denies the Father mm -hmm. and the Son. Mm -hmm. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. Mm -hmm. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Mm -hmm. Therefore, let that abide in you which you have heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. Mm -hmm. Read Romans 7, 18 through 19. For I know that in me... Listen at this. For I know that what? In me. Mm -hmm. That, that is, is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. Now, I hope everyone is spiritually self-aware to say that I know in me some of you are so prideful, you can't even say ain't nothing, you know, in me is no good. Some of you can't even say that. But you got to be self-aware. The reason I'm struggling, because in me, 
is no good thing, and I keep following what's not good. You got, you got to be self-aware. Now don't, get, don't y'all go home and say, Pastor, call me a bad person. I didn't say that. The Apostle Paul called you a bad person. <laughs> now, what I'm saying is that he recognizes that, that sin nature can be triggered. It's kind of like this. When I went to, um, my, my first degree is in business information systems. So we were in a, cl- we were in a class and uh, we were talking about the PC. We were talking about deleting. And the professor just taught us that. said, you got to remember something. Whatever goes in that computer stays in that computer. So when you delete it, it's still there. He said, it's kind of like this. There's a pointer. And then when you delete it, it just doesn't point to it anymore. It ain't just erased into some cyberspace. It's still there. It's still on that hard drive. But when you delete, it says, don't point to it anymore. So you understand that uh, that sin nature is still there. But any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. In other words, uh, the Holy Ghost has took the pointer and took it from the flesh and pointing it at the spirit. But don't you fool yourself. The devil knows where that sin nature is, and he'll try it. And you have to be the one. Isn't that amazing? The Bible says, put on the whole armor. It it didn't say that when you get saved, the Lord's going to put armor on you. It says, you put on the armor so you will be able. And the people putting on half, hey, one boot on, one boot off. (laughs) One shoe on, one shoe off. Helmet, they gonna, I got my helmet left in my helmet in the tent. And the devil's blowing off your head. You walking back, you walking back with no head. Where your body? Where your head? Well, the devil blew it off. I didn't have my helmet on. It sounds funny, but he does say, you put on the whole armor. Now I'm gonna explain that in totality. Let's uh uh, let's go. Did I? Did we read Romans 7, 18 through 19? No, not go ahead. For to will is present with me, mm-hmm. but how to perform what is good I do not find. I don't even know how to do what's right. Flesh is so strong, I don't even know how to say no. Go ahead. For the good that I will to, to do... Mm-hmm. I do not do, mm-hmm. but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. I'm doing what I don't even like myself. Go ahead. Now, um, so, so that is um, to, to bring light that uh, your flesh is an enemy. And the, Spirit, the Holy Spirit just said, the reason is they're, they're looking for the devil. They're looking out for the world, but they're not, they don't know that their flesh is an enemy as well. And you've got to guard against that. You've got you to war against that because the devil uses that, and that is our downfall. Isn't that amazing? The Bible never talks about how Satan looks. Now, Ezekiel and Isaiah give some... Um, they give some suggestions when he was in heaven. But as he's fallen, they don't even never say how he looks. Because he works in us. So in other words, he looks like us. Because <laughs> he works in us. Go ahead. We're going to um, go ahead. Now we're going to go read Ephesians 6. Now we're going to look at this, and next week um, we're going to break it down piece by piece. I really want you to know the bullets you have. (laughs) I really want you to know what rifle you're using. I want you to know. um, Now, this particular garment is, is, you got to go back to ancient times. 
because that's where they were writing. So all of these things in ancient times meant something for a military person on battle. So Paul is going to use every single garment to let you know that you are in a battle. And this is how you dress for the battle. You all get it. Uh, next week we're going to break it down. We're going to read it now and then we're going to uh, close. But listen at this clearly. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, mm -hmm. my brethren. Finally, my brethren. Now, it's interesting. Remember I told you that uh, the three institutions, what is that? The marriage, the family, church. Now, when you read chapter 6, he's talking about uh, wives and husbands and children. Now, you read that. Before he gets to, to the, the armor of God, he's talking about how, how wives and husbands and submitting and loving, he's going to talk about that. Then he's going to say, finally. So in other words, uh, the institutions that God put in place are the ones that the devil will attack. You've got to understand that and recognize it. Those are the things that, because it's an institution ordained by God, so therefore, the devil is going to try to discredit it. You can see the breakdown of the family. When my father spent so much time talking about Bubba, he wrote a whole book on how men are supposed to treat their wives. And what I believe the reason why he spent so much time on the male is because the male can set a tone for that and wives must submit under that tone but then he says finally so let's go read that finally my brethren mm -hmm. be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might so before he gets to any armor he's telling you where your strength comes from it does not come from you I will look to the hills from which cometh my help my help cometh from the Lord hi Zion how are you oh good Daddy's little girl. <laughs> my help cometh from the Lord. Finally, my brother, be strong. Not he didn't say, uh, finally, my brother, y'all got to be strong. No, he said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. In other words, even be strong in the Lord and then pull your power from the Lord. My uh. My, my cousin Mark, I told him we were going in the wilderness, so he brought me all this stuff. <laughs> so he brought me what's called a crank radio. In other words, it was a radio that it, it, it drew power from the sun, but if the sun was not there, you turned it, and that was the power source. I never saw a crank radio. I wanted to tell him, man, this is 2021. I ain't cranking no radio. But he, you know, he thought we were going to be in the wilderness, so he brings it. He said, yeah, I brought you this, this, this solar power pack, and I brought you this crank. He turned in the radio. I said, okay. <laughs> I ain't going back to the 20s. <laughs> but in other words, uh, the, there was a power source in the crank. So in other words, what he was saying is, if you don't have any electricity around, if there's no sun around, you still have power. And, and what you have to understand is when trouble is around and you think you don't have any power, you still have the name of Jesus. You know what I did, Hogan, you know, after two, three days and when the fish ain't biting, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going into worship. <laughs> I was like, Lord, we ain't caught no walleye. So I said, okay. 
Tomorrow morning we're going to worship, so I just started singing, when I wake up in the morning and I see the bright sunshine, I will lift my hands toward heaven. Now, Mark caught a walleye. I didn't catch one. He caught the one. But I go into worship. So when you even in all thy ways acknowledge him, when I ain't catching fish, I even pray for fish. That sounds kind of trivial, but, but I pray for everything. Finally, my brother in beast, we're going we're gonna to finish this in five minutes. Go ahead. Put on the whole armor Put on of God. the what? Whole armor. You all see that there? That's what the Holy Spirit impressed on me. Whole armor of God. That what? That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Mm -hmm. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, mm -hmm. but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, mm -hmm. against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Do you all hear that? What he was saying is literally there are ranks of demons that you're going to need every arsenal given to you spiritually to deal with every rank of the demonic ramp. Principalities, powers, rulers of the dark, even, even the ones that are in authority, even the high-ranking demons against of this age who, who has those uh, demonic addresses that even today the, the, the world and the culture and, and what's, what's being passed and what's going on and all of that. You gotta, you gotta be, all, every rank is out there. Go ahead. Therefore, uh -huh. take up the whole armor of because God. Because of all of these types of demonic attacks against God's people. They come in the media. They come in the news. They come from people. They come in the world. They come on your job. They come in your marriage. They come on your children. From every single way, you're going to be attacked. Spiritually. And he says, for that reason, take, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having what? Done all uh -huh. to stand. In other words, that literally means what it, when it says, and having done all, it sounds kind of bad English. But what he was saying is, after all the devil, if you have the whole armor of God, after everything the devil throws at you, you'll still be standing. Mm -hmm. Having done all, you will stand. Having done everything, everything he swings at you, everything he brings at you. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw the, um, the movie, The Man in the Iron Mask. I, I, I like... I like medieval sword fights. So it was one of the Three Musketeers movies. And at the end, I don't know if you all remember the, the D'Artagnan and Three Musketeers, uh, um, they were outnumbered because the evil king had the whole army, all the, had all the musketeers. And at the end, um, um, the musketeer, the original ones, um, he said, you know what? Um, let's charge them. He said, these, these thousands of men. So they come around, and they charge this big old army, and the army fired on them and fired their guns uh, and all this smoke. And when the smoke cleared, those three were, they were coming like this. They were wounded, but they were walking. And the army was shot. After all the bullets, after all the bullets and things raging, the smoke cleared and they were coming. That means after every, if you have the full armor of God, if, you, if you're standing that word, if you're checking the flesh, if you're doing everything, when the dust settles, you'll still be standing. I might be a little wounded, but I'll still be standing. Now, I'm going to stop right here because we're going to get into uh, the, the specific armor.
Um, so read that quickly. Read the whole thing quickly. Just read it very quick, but we're going to get into it next week. Go Stand ahead. therefore, mm -hmm. having girded your waist with truth, mm -hmm. having put on the breastplate of righteousness, mm -hmm. and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My waist, my torso, my, my, my feet. Go ahead. Above all, taking the shield of faith. I got a shield. Go ahead. With which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one uh -huh. and take the helmet of salvation. My helmet. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I got everything that Roman soldier would have. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, mm -hmm. being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Now that's the whole army. Now go to quickly go to Ephesians 5 and 15. Seeing then well, that see, you walk circumspectly. That means carefully. When you walk carefully. Carefully. In other words, when I'm walking, ever going to see those they're on the day they're walking carefully. See then you walk carefully, go ahead. Not as fools, but as wise. Mm -hmm. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. I ain't got no time to waste. Go there, ahead. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be unwise. Saying God got something better for me. That's unwise. Go ahead. And do not be drunk with wine in which is disposed. Dispatient, yeah. uh -huh. but be filled with the Spirit. Don't be on the bar stool. <laughs> Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things now, you know what he to just God did? the Father. You know what he just said? You hear that clearly, what he's saying? Uh, speaking to yourself with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, that's singing, making melody in your heart. Then he said, giving thanks. In other words, praise and worship, praise and worship, praise and worship, and singing, that's all in the praise and worship. That, that is also a weapon. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Now, Colossians is going to say the same thing. Um, and uh, let's, let's read that quickly, and then I'm going to uh, close. But listen at Colossians. Therefore, mm -hmm. as the elect of God. As the elect of God. Holy and beloved. Uh -huh. Put on tender mercy. Now you got to put some things on. Kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. You can't be in God's army with a bad attitude, you'll be shooting the wrong person. I'm just mad at everybody. Don't, don't, God does not have any incredible hawks on his uh, army. It's going to tear up everything. No. Just mad at everything. No, no, no. Fight the devil. Fight your flesh. I am not your enemy. Bearing with one another. Mm -hmm. And forgiving one another, mm -hmm. if anyone has a complaint against another, mm -hmm. even as Christ forgave Indeed. you, so, so you, you also must do. All you must do. But go ahead. But above all these things, mm -hmm. put on love. Put on love. Which is the bond of perfection. You got to fight in love. You got to fight in peace. Go ahead. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which, to which also you were called in one body, uh -huh. and be thankful. Mm -hmm. Let the, the word, word of God, of God dwell, dwell in, in you, you richly. Let the word of God dwell in you. You know, you know what that means? Richly means, it means, let the word of God be the abundance in your life. Not dwell in you. Dwell in you richly. I like the word of God. I got the word in me. No, richly. It, it can all consume me. You know? You know, you, you, ain't, you ain't poor in the word. <laughs> you rich in the word. You ain't, you know, you, you the Beverly Hillbillies. He saved you. He, you struck oil. 
The next thing you know, Jed's a millionaire. <laughs> Black gold, Texas tea. <laughs> First thing you know, Ken folks said, Jed, move away from here. Place California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and moved to Beverly. You are out of sin. Live in victory. And when you live in victory, put away biddle. Get some good spiritual steak. <laughs> I ain't going to be a millionaire driving a truck. Okay, I don't know. Okay, let me. <laughs> let the word of God dwell in you richly uh -huh. in all wisdom. All wisdom. Teaching and admonishing one, one another, another in, in psalms. psalms. And there, hymns there's my worship. and spiritual songs, uh -huh. singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. And whatever you do in word or deed. Everybody standing. Do, do all, all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Everybody standing. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. So not only do I put on the whole armor of God as explained in Ephesians, but my praise and my worship is a weapon. Singing melody in your heart. Keeping my mind on the Lord. Singing a hymn keeps the devil out of my mind. The idle mind, he can come in and, and these emotions can take over. If you don't have anything to keep, in, keep things in check, it'll overwhelm you. Because emotions and desires are real. And, and it feels so easy and natural to follow. Bow that head. The Holy Spirit said, my people are falling because they have not put on the whole armor. My people are falling because they have not put on the whole armor. Whole armor goes against flesh. Flesh wants to be pleased. We all want to be pleased. We all want to be happy. But we must check those desires in the Word of God. I tell people this, and it, it happened in our, my relationship with my family and my children. The Lord spoke to me clearly, and I've said to some people, he said, you may have given up on the person, you may have given up on yourself, but never give up on God. You may have given up on the other person, you may have given up on yourself. I can't do it anymore. But I said, they, there should never be a time where you give up on God. And when you've learned how to give it to God, he'll work a miracle. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. You may have given up on a situation. It'll never change. You may have given up on the other person. They're the way they are. You may have given up on yourself. I can't stop. Never give up on God. Now unto him who can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, that you can even think. I don't even think I can get out of it. I don't even think it could change. I don't even think it'll change. And God said, watch me work. Watch me work. Bow that head. Father, in the name of Jesus, everything we have spoken, we have spoken from your word. Everything we have said, we have said under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Father, manifest to us the whole armor. Manifest to your people now what it means to walk in wholeness of the Spirit. Understand, Father, let, let us understand that our flesh is an enemy also. 
And the devil uses that flesh. So these emotions, these feelings, they're real. They're there. And they feel so natural to obey. But we must, before we obey, we must check them by the word. We must check them by the word. We must align it by the word. And Father, I'm praying for everyone here. The attacks will never go away. But now, Father, by faith, we are armed with the whole armor. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for every situation, every need, every problem, every attack. I'm praying, Father, that you will show yourself mighty. Before we leave here, lift up those hands in your own way. Worship him and praise God in your own way. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Praise your name. Praise your name. Praise your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Be strong in the Lord. Come on, say, Lord, help me. Help me. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. If you need strength, call on the name of you. Say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. I need your power. I need your strength. In the name of Jesus. And I pray for victory. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I'm going to dismiss you, but next week I want to further get into uh, every piece of armor. Um, and and I, this is from the Spirit of God. This is in generality as the observation of God's people. Um, some seem so defeated, and it is not God's will that we live under feet. He, he died for us, and he's given us tools. And those tools are found in the Word of God. Be encouraged. Say this with me. Even if, you, even if you've given up on yourself, you may have given up on the other person. Never give up on God. Never. Even when you doubt yourself. Never doubt God. He can do the impossible. He can do the impossible. God's people are, are sick, they're going through, and we're praying, and I am interceding, I'm praying on behalf of God's people, pray on behalf of God's people for our nation, for Afghanistan, for everything that's going on, pray for God's people. God bless you. Um, tomorrow there'll be a conference phone call, prayer at 6.30 a.m. on the conference call. Most of you have the number, the information is back on the Welcome Center. Um, Thursday morning prayer will be here.